Artlist.io. Every single day I feel the pressure. Double up the work, let's make it extra. Working so my mother get a rest, yeah. Working like I never know I'm blessed, yeah. Every single day I feel the pressure. Welcome back. Welcome back to That One Studios. It's your boy C-Rock on the What Are You Made Of show. Uh, we're jamming here, man. Another great guest in the building. An old friend of mine. Brought him back for another time on the show. Uh, you know, we've evolved since then. Daniel Alonzo is in the building. What's up, man? What's up, brother? How are you? I'm doing fantastic, brother. I mean, a lot has changed since you, you know, we're on the show last. I've evolved. My brand has evolved, my companies, and I'm sure you've been through some things as well. Um, but let me just tell everybody, Daniel's, this is a guy that's an entrepreneur, speaker, podcast host, coach, uh, author, and, you know, f financially free at what, 28 years old, 24 years old, something like that. I don't know. You, I remember that. Am I right with that? 20, 20, 28. Yeah. 28. 28. What, yeah. By the way, by the way, what, what does financially free mean at that point? Like at 28 years old? Well, you, you got to imagine, right. I started at 21 and I was making $7 an hour. So for me to have a million dollars in cash at 28, I'm free, man. I mean, I, I get, I mean, at 10%, that's a hundred grand a year without getting out of bed. Uh, and then I was, I was making at that time, uh, a half a million dollars a year in passive income just from the business. So I was, I sat down with one of my top guys. I remember, I'll never forget. It was at Chipotle and I <laughs> sat down, I sat down with one of my, uh, top guys. And I'm like, Hey man, I'm done. Like I, I killed it, killed it, killed it for the last seven years. And I'm like, I want to go see the world. I want to go travel. I'm just going to take care of my kids. I'm going to, you know, I, th I think I could have been a lot richer today had I not done that so early, but, uh, but I don't regret anything because I uh, mean, I had a lot of amazing experiences and years. You know, I was the dad that took my kids to school, picked them up, uh, I was the dad that took them to Disneyland on Monday morning and we, That's you know, the best. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd take them out of school just so we can go on little, you know, week, you know, trips and up the coast and doing all kinds of cool things. I, I never went to the amusement parks on the weekends. It was always, you know, Monday morning or Tuesday or something like that. And I, I was, uh, I was a fun dad, man, uh, really. My kids are 17 and, and 21. I think I'm still fun, but uh, I, I'm definitely, it was a lot more fun when they were little kids. So for did, sure. did you ever have like a sense of guilt at all that popped through? Like a, I know it's a false feeling, right? But it's like, because you're going against the norm so much, did you ever have that thing creep in? Like we shouldn't be here at a freaking amusement park on a Monday. Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, one of the things I struggled with and, and probably limited myself through the years. I mean, I think I did okay. I, I ended up, you know, coming out of the, the deal pretty good, but, uh, but certainly could have done a lot more. Um, but I, I think that that I limited myself because like I looked at people like my dad, right? For example, my stepfather, he, was, he had a master's degree. He was student of the year, USC, uh, really educated dude, you know, wonderful, wonderful man. And, uh, but I think I limited myself because he, you know, I was making a half a million dollars. I'm not college educated. Uh, I'm not particularly the, you know, I don't have the highest IQ. I hated school, completely opposite, right? Hated all that stuff. And, uh, and I'm making a half a million dollars and he was probably making a buck 50 or something like that, you know? So yep. those type of things messed with me, I think, because instead of me going, all right, shit, 
I'll go make 10 times that amount this year, you know, whatever. I was like, man, shit, I'm, I'm, I'm doing amazing. You know? So I think I probably limited myself, but at the end of the day, I, I lived free, man. And that's really, that was my primary reason for doing anything. Uh, there is a piece of inside of me that just like, I just want to do my own shit, man. I want to get up yeah. whenever I want to get up, do my own shit. I want to travel wherever I want to go. Like I'm building my 2024 traveling schedule right now. And it's, and it's fun because it's like, it's like, it's like a canvas, right? My, my yeah, book, yeah. my, my planning book is like a canvas and it's just white, man. It's like, all right, what do you want to do? Check out this. Let's go this place. Let's do this. You know, it's just fun. man. Freedom's awesome. fun. Now, did you have any financial literacy at the time? Like, you know, I, I, I tell somebody asked me on a podcast the other day, they said, um, what would you tell a young crowd or tell yourself 18 year old? I would just, I, t I brought up the topic of, uh, not raising your standard of living until you find what you're passionate at and you can make money doing it. Because I think that's a mistake I made when I was younger. I started increasing my, you know, my, my lifestyle and right. that was a problem. And I, I look at it now and I'm like, man, if I wouldn't have done that, it made a big difference. And by the way, I, I did the same thing as you did. I, I was making a lot of money at a young age. I put a lot of money away, but then I took that money and I, I try to, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a risky guy, man. Like I try to go back and push it into the business and like, see how big we can take this thing. And I lost, millions i made millions and lost millions right yeah. but um but yeah like th th what are your thoughts on that like did you have financial literacy at the time and then did you increase your way of living as you were making that much money yeah i think i think i was i was really lucky because i i had some really good mentors and and they always talked to me about financial independence and freedom like my mentor this guy hasn't worked in I mean, I think 1992 was the last time he ever did an appointment with anybody. Uh, he's been free since 1992, and he's been making millions and millions of dollars without getting out of bed, you know, and he's done everything, traveled the world, always kept his expenses low. I mean, he's got, I think, one secretary. He's got an organization of probably 10,000 people at this point. And, and I think about what I learned back then, I learned how to live below my means because that's what they always instilled in me. I was making 300000 driving a $10,000 Maxima, right? Beat up cars. Uh, I had a, you know, my first house, it was 300. I, I, at the time, I was probably making at least 350, 400,000 maybe. And uh, well, actually my second house, first house is a little condo, but my second real house, right? Uh, I think it was, I think we paid 370 for it, $370,000. And I could have easily bought, cause we were looking at million dollar houses. I could have easily bought a million dollar house. And I was like, you know what, man, I'm just gonna, I think my payment was like 2000, $3,000 a month or something like that. And I was making 50,000 a month, you know, yep, yep. 40,000 a month. And so, but I always kept it below because one of the things I did right away, man, I paid off that house five years. I paid off the house. It was done. And so I always lived below my means. I always invested. I always saved. I mean, I, you know, I was always 30, 40, you know, some, you know, probably in the early years, 50% of my income I was saving. So people always told me, buy a bigger house, buy nicer cars, do this, do that. 
And I said, look, I said, you know, I'm not saying that's bad. I mean, if you want to go buy a Ferrari, go for it, man. I mean, Ferraris are nice. I mean, who doesn't want a Ferrari? Who doesn't want a Lamborghini? That was my dream car as a kid. But then I started looking at it and I started saying, do I really want that $4,000 a month payment for a car? You know, like, is it that important to me? And then, so I, and then the way I look at money and financial, I never wanted, I never wanted to touch my savings. I always wanted to just live through my cash flow, right? And then, of course, save, keep saving, but I never wanted to touch my long term savings. And I never have, even to this day, I never touch my long term in, in, you know, savings unless, unless I put them in other investments and things like that. Right. But it's just like, it was just, in, it was like ingrained in me, man. So, Early on, I really resisted. I told people, look, man, do whatever you want to do. But for me, I want, I want a large net worth. I want tons of passive income and cash flow. And I just want to be free to do whatever I want to do. Yeah, and you got that, man. That's awesome. So, That's so did you – I had two questions. What, let's start with this one. So as you got into your 40s, right? I'm assuming you're 40-something. I'm 40. I'm 49, actually. Okay, I was just assuming. I just turned uh, 49. I apologize for that. If you're in your Sorry. 30s, but I doubt it. So, <laughs> so, so, as you got in your 40s, did you ever notice this thing take over where you didn't really care about stuff, like having things? Like, like I, I realized this a few years ago. Like, I have a watch. I'm not wearing it right now, but it's like the one watch I spent some money on. Right? You know, eight figures. No, not eight figures. Yeah, eight figures. Was it eight figures? No. What did I spend on it? Anyway. I spent probably like, six I, figures. Probably six, six figures. <laughs> yeah, six figures. Six figures. No, not eight figures. I don't know what I'm talking about. Right. But but uh, I've been man, I've been uh, down with the flu for the last four days. I'm like not all there yet. But but anyway, I, I never thought about buying another watch. I bought that one eleven years ago. Cars. I've had Mercedes. I've had. But like, I don't give a shit. If, the more money I make now, it's like I don't care about stuff like things. I just care about like you're talking about the experiences. And helping people and serving people. Did you notice something take over for you at some point like that? Well, I, I think I, I think I always had a little bit of that feeling anyways, but more and more through the years, like, um, you know, I never bought really expensive watches. Uh, I mean, I, I, I drive a, a, a Tesla Plaid, which is, you know, I don't know, $150,000 car. So it's not the most expensive car, uh, but it's the fastest production car in the world. But it's, it's, you know, and it's what I love, right? I love technology. I love those kind of things, but I never really like even the house. I mean, you know, I have a, I think we paid a million seven for the house and it's worth probably 3 million today. But, but again, I mean, you know, I, I could have bought a 3 million, I could have bought a $5 million house, but I didn't do it. You know, I never did it because those things to me, the things were not important. It was the experiences. It was the adventures. It was, I always thought in terms of, okay, so if I'm going to pay four grand a month for something, I could take that four grand and I, that's a, that's a really nice airline ticket somewhere really cool. You know, I could have a nice weekend on that four grand every single month. I could have a fun weekend yeah. on that $4,000 every month, every month, every month for the rest of my life. I could take that four grand and do whatever I want to do. So like, I like having all my bills paid on the first, you know, and not having to stress about money. Uh, and at the same time, I feel comfortable always saving money too. And I know I don't even really need to keep saving money. I mean, I've, I've, 
definitely brought it back. I mean, I don't save 30% of my income anymore, but you know, so, but I, you know, I still try to make sure I'm saving every month something, you know, even if it's five or 10 grand or something like that every month, I just want to make sure I'm sticking it away where I'm not, uh, it's just extra for the future. But I'm not impressed by like watches and things like that. I'm not, I'm not impressed even by cars, you know, my, my car, a lot of people will be like, dude, you drive that car all over the place, man. I mean, you know, they, a lot of people will be like, well, you got to save the miles and you got to worry about. And like, I don't ever think about that kind of stuff. I don't care about the miles. I mean, I'm going to drive that thing in the ground. I'm going to have fun with it. I'm going to drive anywhere I want to go, do whatever I want to do. And I'm not going to worry about what my after value is going to be and what I can resell it and all this bullshit. I'm like, I'm just going to live it. I'm going to enjoy it. And then, uh, and then I'm going to buy another really nice car when that one's dead in the ground, you know? And, but I, I just, I, I think that, especially in the world of social media, we live in this, like this bubble of, we think that that's what we want. I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. A lot of the things that we think we want, when you get there, it's not that big of a deal. You know, I think we all, if we really get down to it, we want some simple things in life. We want security. We, we want peace of mind. We want protection. Uh, we yeah. want uh, freedom. And uh, because who doesn't love going to the movies on Monday morning, like with all the blue hairs? You know what I mean? It's like, who doesn't love, like, just just because you want to? Who doesn't love getting up every single day and just living your life like you're on, like I, I live, my life today is literally like I'm on vacation every single day. I, I have nothing to do. I, the, today I'm going to go visit a friend and, and have lunch and stuff. But other than that, I have nothing to do. I did my, my coaching program this morning, right before I got on with you, but I'm on with you. And that's it. My whole day is just, it's that. whatever. Oh, I'm how, do, whenever I'm how, with that being the case though, how do you stay out of trouble? Because to me, I notice <laughs> when I don't, my calendar doesn't well, have stuff on it intentionally. I mean, I, I get into, you know, I could get into some trouble. <laughs> Books. I, I'm, I'm writing. So this is, this is the, this is my work today. I write, I'm researching a lot. Of course, I'm doing a ton of self-improvement all the time. I try to get on as many podcasts as I can. I try to, uh, you know, um, I, I still do some speaking engagements for my business. Um, I do some planning with those guys. I, you know, do some in live meetings every once in a while. So I, I definitely try to keep busy, but I, I get what you're saying. And that is, um, you know, well, yeah, I mean, th- there's no question. You get a lot of time on your hands. You're going to get in trouble for sure. Yeah. I mean, look, cause I, I, uh, I know how to set up the business so I don't have to be there. Right. Right. And once I got over the guilt of that, because I, I grew up in construction and you know, you're, hard work is that well once i figured out how to do this i'm like i feel like i'm cheating the system here yeah. when i did it in the mortgage business i was spending about an hour a week in it and then right. i said you know i can't just not do anything i got to do stuff. so i created another challenge for myself and that was building my brand my personal brand and building this agency up um but what did what do you do to keep yourself challenged like we all have to have a game to play right like what's the game well, that you're playing well that's it that's that's my game today is that i'm i'm trying to stay relevant for my business of course, I have a financial services company, 1,500 licensed agents around America now. We're, we're, we're in just about every state now. And so, but it's all independently run. We have 55 locations. Uh, 
this year, my, my complete intention this year is to continue to help expand these locations. So 55 locations, I think we need 105 locations. So as quickly as we can get there, I want to get there. So I, I assist my agents when they need me. I, I do my coaching program has a lot of my agents on the coaching program. So uh, I'm actually coaching and building my business at the same time when I'm doing that. And, uh, and I want to continue to write books, man. I want to write books. I want to do more stages. I want to give more value to the world because, you know, look, I'm not the richest guy. I'm, you know, there's a lot of guys richer than me, a lot of guys smarter than me, but I'm not, I'm not on, I'm not competing with anybody. I mean, it's the truth. I, I really have zero, uh, need to compete with people. Uh, I just want to live. I want to play my game. I, I don't know if you remember that, that hockey movie, uh, or, or, um, yeah, it was it was about the the seventies and our U.S. team that won yeah, the gold yeah, medal or whatever us. you know, Miracle and, and, and yeah. he was like he was like, play your game, play your game, you know, like just play your game, just do you, you know, and that for me is so free. I, I think yeah. that that is that is my life today. I just want to do me. I want to play my game. I don't want to compete with anybody. I don't, I don't feel like I need to compete with anybody anymore. I, I played that game already and I'm in a different phase of my life where I just, I want to, I, I, it's a legacy play now. You know, I'm, I'm doing podcasts cause I want, like, this is all being recorded. You know, this is a, this is something for my kids one day, my grandkids, whatever, they're going to be watching this and go, Hey, grandpa Daniel, right. That helped us, you know, have the life that we have today. Uh, we could hear his thoughts and what he believed in and what he thought was the right things to do and how he lived his life. And hopefully other people can get a little bit of something from it as well. Now you mentioned uh, personal development and uh, you're always, you know, obviously probably reading a lot and, and studying and, but, you know, trying to build yourself a couple of questions on this. Number one, who are some of your favorite people that you've studied or still studying? And that, that people would know. And the other thing is, are you doing any biohacking to stay young looking? Because for 49, I got to tell you, like you, you look like you're in your low forties, honestly. Yeah. You know, so, so like, are you, are you into that kind of stuff as well? Yeah, I, uh, well, so first uh, question, I, I watch, you know, I don't know if you ever heard of Mm alux.com. Have you ever heard of that? You, You should follow that YouTube channel. It's a great, great, like. 15, 20 minutes, man. When I'm working out, I usually, if I'm on the stair stepper or, um, you know, riding the bike or something like that, I'm usually spending the first 10 or 15 minutes doing that. And I'm listening to alux.com and it's all these different ideas. It's, it's, what's their tagline? It says where the future billionaires come. That's their tagline or whatever, like to learn about wealth or whatever. And there's all kinds of great wealth ideas, uh, just reminders about mindset, about you know the way the wealthy think, and uh, just how just how to have a better life, you know, like biohack your brain basically. So I, I, I love that. You know, what's interesting is I love um, I love learning through ChatGPT, believe it or not. So I will ask ChatGPT questions all the time about anything that I want to learn. 
just give me 10 steps on how to stay uh, younger looking, you know, give me 10 steps on how to, um, you know, to, to better my mindset if I'm having a bad day or whatever it is, right? I'll ask Chad GBT, boom, 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 boom. Give me all kinds of great ideas. So I, I, I love to do that because I'm not a really good reader. So for me to sit down and read a book, that almost never happens. Uh, I also am a big audio book guy, which by the way, my book, Wealth on the Beach, is on Audible. And I recorded it in Slovakia when I was traveling. I lived in Slovakia for two months this year. Jeez. And and I uh, and, and I recorded it over there. So it's really a cool kind of story that uh, around how I made my audiobook. So but if anybody's interested in audiobooks, it's a really fun audiobook to listen to. And uh, but but so that that's kind of like audiobooks for me. I'm I'm listening right now to the um, the uh, Marcus Aurelius his um, uh, his meditations and I'm also uh, so every day like in the morning if I wake up early because you know sometimes our brain just wakes up five mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning whatever but you want another hour or whatever yeah, yeah. I just I just put in my earpods and I close my eyes and I just listen to an audiobook so instead of me listening to my brain go crazy on all kinds of shit. I'm like, okay, I'm going to learn something while right. I'm trying to go back to sleep. Right. And a lot of times it'll put me back to sleep. Uh, but that's how I learned there. And then as far as the the health thing, um, it's real simple, man. I'm telling you like easiest thing in the world. And I'll give everybody a, a, a an idea, uh, something to watch. It's called, um, uh, it's called fat, sick, and nearly dead. You ever heard of that movie? No, it's a, it's a, it's a documentary. And it is on Netflix, I believe, and you could probably get it on Amazon too. But it's this guy, he's basically dying and he's way overweight and he looks like shit and his high blood, you know, or high cholesterol, high diabetes, all this kind of stuff. And he goes like 60 days and all he does is he drinks green juice for 60 days, morning noon and night, three times a day for 60 days, eats no meat, no bread, no pasta, no, no like zero, nothing, just a green drink Jeez. three times a day for 60 days, changes his whole life. He's, he's, he's now, he's called Joe the juicer now. And this guy is the picture of health, man. I mean, just like, incredible. so this is, like, this is like 10 years ago. Now, I never was overweight, so I never did what he did, exactly yeah, what yeah. he did. But I was inspired, and this is why I was inspired, because I, I, I also did some research on like cancer and things like that. And one of the things I, I realized is that when people get cancer, they go to the, the cancer treatment center, and the first thing they do is they put them on an all-green diet. And so you want to kill cancer? Drink green eat greens, like just load yourself with greens, everything green, load your body with greens. You'll, you'll increase the oxygen in your blood. And of course, there's been studies that, that talk about how oxygen, I mean, cancer cannot live in an oxygen enriched environment. Now, I'm sure people can dispute that. I'm not a doctor, but that's, but I believe this. So maybe this helps me anyways, regardless of <laughs> yeah. the, you know, what, 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 what people believe. I believe it. And I believe in the law of attraction. I believe whatever I think about becomes my reality. So I really believe that 
me feeding my body with greens is keeping me younger. I'm always cleansed. I'm always a, a little bit more vibrant because like in the morning, like this morning, I, you know, I had some eggs and I had, you know, uh, and then I have a, a big giant green drink. And now uh, when my housekeeper comes, she comes a couple times a week. When she comes, she makes me a green drink like the Joe, the juicer guy. It's basically kale, spinach, ginger root, uh, coconut water, uh, maybe some celery in there, uh, cucumber, um, ginger root. I think I might've said that, but anyways, it, it's got those types More of things. Extra, extra ginger root. <laughs> extra yeah. ginger root. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love ginger. Yeah. And so it's like this, this perfectly made green drink, man. And I drink big old 32 ounces of that, maybe two, three times a week. You will blow away your weight, man. If anybody wants to lose weight, that is the quickest way. If, if you are overweight right now, if somebody's listening, watching, whatever, man, and they want to lose weight, want to lose 10 pounds, just go on an all green juice diet like that guy in that movie. And mm -hmm. you'll just drop the pounds quick. But I, I just think like, you know, instead of having the double double, instead of having the big old steak, instead of having the whatever, you know, you eat the fish, you eat the regular hamburger, you don't need the, this and that. And, you know, I mean, I mean, I, my, well, my vice is I, I like ice cream, so I do eat ice cream, but. But other than that, man, I'm, I eat pretty, pretty clean. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so we had a conversation, I don't know how long ago it was like, I'd like to follow up with my, my network and have 15 minute conversations. And we had one the other day, or I don't know how long ago. And we were talking about the law of attraction and all that. And can you, you hit on it a little bit, but can you, can you go into this a little bit and what you've seen? Like, I want to share this with you because I started realizing something that what we start setting intention for, we start paying attention to. That's a formula I come up with. Intention leads to what you pay attention to. What you pay attention to creates validation for your intention and it creates your own universe. You can actually create your own universe, not the universe we all live in, but like your own universe. And I started realizing this and I started realizing the power. And I also realized what we all do prior to this is that when we do something and it's magnificent or we get something that comes our way, we put it up on a pedestal. Like it was by chance, coincidence, whatever, versus, hey, I'm, I'm a believer in God too, but I believe he gave us this ability to create, right? Instead of saying uh, coincidence, this and that, we got to start saying, I, I did this. And then that gives us the power to do it again. But if we don't, we put it on a pedestal, coincidence, whatever, then it takes the power away from us to do it again. And most people are doing it that way. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean... I, uh, I get up every single day. I say great things. Great things always happen to me. That's like a, a normal thing that I say every single day. I'm alive. I'm awake. I feel great. I feel good. I feel fine. I feel this way all the time. I mean, I just, it just flows out of me, man. I mean, it's so simple to me to create. And uh, I'm a believer as well. Uh, I mean, thank God. I, I've been praying to God my entire life. And, uh, and I believe that he does answer our prayers. And I do believe that the things that we think about with intensity, with courage, with passion, with determination, ultimately become our reality. So I believe that with every fiber in my body. And so I, I just, I try to stay intentional. Um, I have a dream video that I watch before I go to bed at night that lays out my intentions in picture form. And so I can visually see the places that I'm going to go. 
I can visually see my bucket list every single night before I go to bed. And it's got a really cool song uh, that I have, you know, playing in the little video. And, and uh, it reminds me to, to keep my, my eye on God and Jesus. And, uh, and I just, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun life because like you said, God gave us the ability to create. And so why, why did he say that, you know, uh, asking you shall receive if it, if it, if he didn't mean it. Yeah. Right? If he didn't mean it, right? I, right. I, I, I took it as, okay, I, I, I believe you. Okay. So this is what I'm going to ask for. These are the things, this is the kind of life that I'm going to ask for. These are the things. Now, I also am a realist in understanding that uh, I have to put in the work. You know, when he puts something on my heart to do, when he puts something in my mind to go accomplish, well, then I need to go do it. And I need to follow through. I need to get up early, stay up late. I need to stay focused. So, and I, I just think, look, we're getting to that time of year where people are going to do some major partying and all that kind of stuff. And I just, I mean, even for me too, I mean, one of the things that I, I, you know, I don't really drink that much anymore. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I, I like wine every once in a while or Prosecco same. or something I'm the like same. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe I'll have a cocktail if I'm in Vegas or something like that, but nothing crazy. Like it just doesn't happen anymore. And I don't know if it's just coming with age and I, I get it. You know, we all, go through our phases of life, craziness and whatever, but man, it feels so good. I'm just challenging anybody out there that's kind of, maybe they're drinking too much or whatever, like just stop it because it, like your body just feels so much better. You know, your mind feels so much clearer and there's so many more things that you can accomplish when you are focused and you are, you know, feeling good, you know, when you 100%. feel good. It's just, it's awesome. It really is yeah. awesome. Yeah. No, what you said, the one saying that you say is everything always works out for me or something like to that effect. But yeah, really yeah. this vibrational frequency thing, uh, when we stay up tone emotionally, it like things always work out. So when you're feeling down, if we're feeling down or feeling anxious, if we just know what I just said is that when you stay up tone, everything works out, then you should be able to immediately like take action when you start feeling bad because you know, things are going to, are not going to work out if you stay in that condition, that, that motion. So it's so, it's so easy actually when you think about it, but, but people don't, I mean, most people don't do it. It's crazy. So, so what's, what's happening from here? Like what's the vision from here? Where are you going? What are you trying to accomplish from here? I know you said writing a lot and all that, but like, really, if I could snap my fingers and make it happen, like, what's it look like? Paint that picture for me. Well, the, the, the true picture is like I was saying, I just, cause you know, in my business throughout all these years, I mean, I've, I've traveled just about every single state speaking. So I would do speaking to other businesses like mine and we would bait. So I would have them come out to California. They'd speak for me. I would go out to Florida, speak for them. And, you know, we'd always be trading kind of like I, we do on podcasts now. Right. So mm -hmm. we used to do this, but we'd have to do it live back then. Right. That was the only way to really get somebody to come out and, you know, to have them in front of your people. And so, cause we were always building teams and recruiting and training and, you know, developing and expanding. So for me, this, this period of my life over the last, you know, maybe five years, I've been doing a lot less of that. You know, I've been doing less of traveling around the world, speaking and, and coaching and training 
just because COVID kind of killed a lot of that, that live kind of stuff. And so uh, my, my real intention, if I could snap my fingers right now, I'd be booked for, you know, 10 stages this year. Going back out. And yeah, and, and, yeah I, I'd be booked 10 different states with 10 different audiences. And uh, I want to be in front of people because I, I know that I have a lot of value to give. I know I have a lot of information that I think people need to hear, especially young people, I think. I think I can relate really well to young people because I got started at 21. And so I think I really understand what they're going through right now. And I just, I want to, I want to get in their heart and let them know that, uh, that things can work out for them. And that, you know, cause sometimes you just, you get so frustrated and down and, and, and start doubting yourself. And I just want people to start believing in themselves again and believing that their dreams can come true. And that life of freedom and choices and options and, and wealth and security and abundance, that's available for them. And it's not a bullshit thing. It's not like fluff. Oh yeah, motivational speaker, just going to try to motivate me. The cool thing about me is that when I motivate people, I actually have a place for them to go build a business. And that's in my business, by the way. Okay. I, I actually recruit people still. I actually train people still. I actually teach and coach people still. So like somebody's down and out right now, they want to make extra money. They're like, okay, Daniel, yeah, yeah, you're so motivational. How do yeah. I do it? I go, okay. Practical way to do it. Yeah. I actually have a system where they can do it. And so versus motivational speaker, you speak for them for one day and then it's like, what do you got? Like, you know, Tony Robbins is not going to give me an opportunity, right? Right. Um, Daniel Lonzo is going to give me an opportunity to change my life. That's the difference of, of us. And so I, I want to do that, man. I really want to make that impact. And I know that it's going to, it's going to take some change in my part because for sure I'm going to have to, to level up in, in my uh, just reach for sure. But, uh, but I see it, man. I see everything very, very clearly. And uh, you know, whatever, whatever I, whenever I decide to go all in, whenever I decide something, eventually uh, good things happen. It's just a matter of a decision. Well, let's go, man. Let's do it. Hey, where do you want to send everybody? Alonzoacademy.com? Uh, alonzoacademy.com is really my story. Where do you, so where do you, where do you want to send people? Well, um, they, they could go to alonzoacademy.com, get my story, learn who I am, where I came from and what I did. And then, and then, uh, there's wealthonthebeach.com. There's my coaching program on there. It's not, it's not even expensive. It's like 99 bucks a month. Uh, you get on four lives with me every single month. Uh, I think it's, in, you know, incredible for business owners, like especially small business owners that want to level up their game, ask me questions every week as well. But, uh, so that's that. So wealth on the beach.com and then, and then just Instagram, right? Instagram, YouTube channel, uh, lots of really good stuff. I got my podcast wealth on the beach podcast, iTunes, Spotify. And then of course, uh, you know, Amazon sells my book wealth on the beach. I think that's a, incredible practical guide very you know short read only 140 pages but a really good practical guide on on everything that i did from a to z not the whole daniel Alonzo story just trying to hype myself up but a real practical things to do how to do it what to say how to say it you know different ways that i built passive income how i built a, a net worth of over 20 million dollars and those type of things and 
you know, just to try to maybe duplicate some of that, um, really practical ways to do it. And, and people can listen to it now because you recorded it this past year. Overseas. That's it, man. I love it. I love <laughs> awesome. it. I'm so well, Daniel, thanks for that. coming on again, man. I appreciate it. Guys, good dude yeah. right here. Go check him out. LonzoAcademy.com, WealthOnTheBeach.com, Instagram, Daniel Alonzo, and YouTube. Go check him out. Daniel, thank you so much for being here, man. Appreciate you, buddy. All right, guys, thank you so much for watching or listening. However you're consuming this content, make sure you subscribe, like do all the things you're supposed to do and uh, keep coming back. It's your boy C-Rock from That One Studio on the What Do You Made Of show. Until next time, be that one.